0: Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives! A man who worships money, a face immortalized in stained glass, and a $10,000 theft. Those are the exhibits on this page of my casebook. A Casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. I, Jerry Browning, call myself a private detective. Some people call me a hunter. And maybe I am. I hunt humans. I do it for money. But that's not my only reason. Jay Wilcox Barron was president of a wholesale grocery company. But his officers looked like the trial sketch for a cathedral. Mr. Browning, Mr. Barron will see you now. Please don't take more than seven minutes. Mr. Barron, this is Mr. Browning. Your appointment at 10.06. J. Wilcox Barron sat behind an enormous desk made of what looked like blonde mahogany alternated with strips of platinum. Behind him, there was a huge stained glass window. I blinked as I realized that the heroic face in the window was the same face behind the desk. J. Wilcox Baron had immortalized himself in stained glass. The face in the picture was serene and benevolent, but the face behind the desk was pinched lean and sullen. Browning, I want you to locate a man calls himself Donald Eberhardt, age 27, 5'10", light brown hair, blue eyes. I made a few notes. Why do you want him, Mr. Barron? The old man frowned. Embezzlement. Get details from my secretary, Mr. Granger. Want it handled privately, no police. How badly do you want him, Mr. Barron? I want him so badly, I don't care if you have to follow him to the end of the earth. A wealthy wholesale grocer hired me to find an employee who embezzled company funds. After my interview with Mr. Barron, I had a talk with his secretary. The uh, young man in question worked in our export department and uh, misused funds in excess of $10,000. Ten $10,000? The way old Barron talked, I thought it was closer to 100000 The secretary shrugged. Mr. Barron places a very high regard upon money. He wishes, shall we say, to make an example of this young man. I didn't like the air of the place or the smell of the case. Still, if a private detective starts getting too fussy, he'll wind up starving to death. So? Okay, I'll try to find Eberhardt. Better give me 500 advance against expenses. I started out with $500 in my pocket, though not before I'd had another interview with old Baron, because nobody else was authorized to spend that much money. I headed for Donald Eberhardt's last known address. clerk, Donald Eberhardt had certainly lived well. His apartment was in one of the best buildings overlooking the river. He wasn't there anymore, of course, but the doorman said, Hey, uh, recall Mr. Eberhardt mentioning some friends in Lanston? Perhaps he's visiting there. Yeah, perhaps he is. Lanston is an art colony not too far from town. I didn't find Everhart there, either. But I picked up a good lead that pointed at Daytona Beach, Florida. That seemed like a long way off, so I checked with my client, Mr. Barron. I told you to follow him to the end of the earth if necessary. Find him and bring him back at whatever cost. Everhart wasn't at Daytona Beach, but he'd been there less than a week ago. The trail was getting hot and led to Key West... Bermuda, and finally to Cuba. I caught up with my man at a little back street bar. He was a shallow, weedy youth with a face that looked vaguely familiar. At the moment, he was sitting at a little corner table, his head back against the wall, his eyes closed, mouth open. I eased myself into a chair. Everhand, I'm Jerry Browning. You've come a mighty long way on ten grand, but now it's time to go back. The youth opened his eyes and focused on me with difficulty. Never go back. Have to kill me first. Without an instant's warning, his hand closed over a heavy beer mug and... (coughs) You don't expect drunks to get that violent that fast. When I came to was to find myself in a dispensary with a doctor taking stitches in my cheek and a polite but firm police officer waiting for my statement. The name of your assailant, if you please. I don't remember. If you do not name him, you are subject to arrest. Okay, his name is Donald Everhart. Very good. And why do you follow him? Please, we know you are a private detective. Answer fully. I was on the kind of spot where you answer fully as requested, or else. The cop didn't let up until he pumped me dry. Then, we will find this man for you, Senor Browning. As soon as I was patched up and released, I phoned Barron. The Cuban police are happy a man. I couldn't help myself. He tried to kill me. The thing's out of my hands. What are your instructions? I listened to instructions that I could hardly believe. To locate Eberhardt myself, if possible, spirit him out of the country. Mr. Barron, you don't realize what you're asking. This is a foreign country. If you want the Cuban police called off, give me a good reason, otherwise I'm helpless. Mr. Barron? Mr. Barron? Yeah, he hung up on me. Well, I did what I could at police headquarters. You do not wish this man arrested? ¿Por qué? Look, I don't know why, though I've got a hunch. All I know is I don't want him hurt. I ¿Sí? see, unfortunately, your request comes late. He has been apprehended. You mean he's dead? No, senor, but resisting arrest. Wounded. I am sorry. He cannot be released. An arresting officer, badly hurt. I reported again the baron. And Twenty-four hours later... In the prison anteroom, I had my last interview with J. Wilcox Barron. I found your man, Mr. Barron. I'm finished with the case. Now let me give you some advice free. You've made a god out of money. You thought it could get you everything, including the love of your son. And when he rebelled against you tried to escape. He struck at you in the only way that you could be hurt, through your money. Okay. So now he's paying for it, and so are you. What can I do? Nothing now. You'll have to let the thing you started run its course. After your boy is released... now the two of you will have to work it out together as best you can. Donald Eberhard Barron was sentenced to 18 months for resisting arrest. A couple of years after that, I read an item about Baron having sold out his business and starting an export company in partnership with his son. So I guess they did work it out. The hard way. Like I said, I'm in a relentless business. I work for money. But my larger goal is justice. And any time money starts getting too important, I think of an old man in the anteroom of a Cuban jail. And I lower my fee. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.